The insider threat isn't found just within your enterprise's walls. It's also out there on the cloud. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. And to discuss the insider threat from the cloud, I'm pleased to be speaking with Dawn Capelli and Alex Nickel at the CERT Insider Threat Center located at Carnegie Mellon University's Software Engineering Institute. Welcome, Dawn. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I think most of us can envision how an insider poses a threat from within the enterprise. The cloud is outside the enterprise. What are the insider threats from the cloud, and how are they different from those within the enterprise? Well, in order to answer that, I'd like to just review the different types of insider threats. So the first type of insider threat is insider IT sabotage. This is when you have a very technical employee who typically is disgruntled, upset about something that happened at work, and they get mad enough that they end up on the HR radar, so to speak. It's bad enough that they end up being sanctioned or fired or demoted and then they attack. They typically set up the attack before they leave, carry it out after. The second is theft of intellectual property, and that typically is carried out by a scientist, engineer, programmer, or business person within typically 30 days or so of when they leave the organization, so on their way out the door. And the third is insider fraud, which is either theft of information or modification of information in systems for financial gain. And that's typically done by low-level employees, help desk, customer support, those types, or their managers. And then there's national security espionage. One of the things to remember about a cloud environment is that it is essentially a platform which is running on somebody else's infrastructure. And because of that, you're adding a whole new dimension to the insider threat problem. In a traditional enterprise, you have insider threats from your application administrators, your uh, IT help desk folks, and the people who do your day-to-day systems administration. When you bring the cloud into the picture, you still have those three original categories of insider threats, as well as your additional category of your into our sort of cloud service provider administrators. Now, the cloud service provider administrators often have abilities that are substantially more robust than any system administrator would have. And the main reason for that is that cloud service providers typically take advantage of virtualization in order to have large numbers of systems hosted on their hardware platforms. The systems hosted on a cloud service provider can be of any sort, type, or color as long as they can be successfully virtualized using any number of commercial virtualization packages. However, the the virtualization administrators who work for the cloud service providers are not constrained by the operating system requirements of those virtualized images. They essentially operate outside the boundaries of those protections. And so when you're adding a service to the cloud, you are adding the additional threat of somebody who can essentially see your data and see everything that was going on in the enterprise based on whatever is in the cloud, and having very little way to actually monitor for them looking at your data, stealing your data, or even changing your data if they have sabotage involved. 
so you're saying it's very difficult for, for, for the user, the customer, to monitor those activities? In a lot of cases, yes. The biggest problem you have is that because the virtualization administrators that work for the cloud service providers don't are not constrained by the operating system or application level protections that all the users of the cloud service are, the ability to monitor for them trying to interact with the system is simply not there, at least not at the uh, consumer's level. The cloud service provider themselves can implement a number of mechanisms to detect if and when somebody is attempting to essentially modify your virtual machines or modify your data while it's actually being used. But absent uh, this cloud service provider giving, uh, providing those sorts of capabilities, the operating system really can't tell. In a lot of ways, it's analogous to what forensics experts have been doing for a long time. When forensics experts are analyzing a, a hard drive for suspicious information, they essentially take an image of that hard drive and then use their own tools and their own methods on that image. The image is not live, and so none of the protections afforded by that image are actually in force. Therefore, um, the cloud service provider, you can essentially look at it in exactly the same way. When you run a cloud instance, you have a whole bunch of virtual Im uh, machine images that are sitting in the cloud service provider's environment, which the cloud service provider's administrators can then interact with using tools that essentially circumvent all of the, the protections on those virtual images. So what do organizations do? The one thing that we are hoping is that the cloud service providers understand insider threat. We have recommendations that we provide for organizations and what they should do to protect themselves against rogue administrators, to protect themselves against theft of intellectual property and against fraud. Our hope is that cloud service providers understand that as well. So if they have a very technical system administrator, web administrator, database administrator who is very disgruntled and who is on the HR radar, we would hope that that cloud service provider would be able to look and see what that person has been doing online because otherwise they could sabotage not only their own employer systems but all of their customer systems as well. It sounds as if the uh, company contracting out cloud services have to put a lot of faith into the uh, cloud provider to, to do their work to assure that uh, their employees are not providing a threat. There's no technical solution to this from the customer's perspective? There are three basic models of cloud service. Uh, there's the infrastructure as a service, whereby the cloud service provider is essentially providing just sort of the bare hardware in a virtualization layer, and the, uh, the customer essentially can implement their own entire infrastructure on top of those provided resources. There's the platform as a service, where the cloud service provider is essentially providing a number of pre-built virtual images that the subscriber can then customize for their own purposes. And finally, there's the software as a service where the cloud service provider is hosting a particular software application or package and a just that typically functions in a distributed manner that the 
consumer has been subscribing to. Now, your ability to detect what's going on with your uh, data essentially follows that same trend. The infrastructure as a service people have a better chance of uh, detecting or instituting monitoring to, to detect potential insider threats from the cloud service provider than the uh, people who are doing platform as a service simply because they have a wider range of configuration options. And the folks that are subscribing to a software as a service model are essentially have the least chance of being able to get instrumentation. From a infrastructure as a service model, since you're building your own operating systems, you're building your own uh, virtual images, you have your chance of creating essentially what I would call canaries. There are settings on a particular virtual system that are in essentially critical locations that would allow you to tell whether or not a particular change has been made outside the scope of the operating system. For instance, if you are worried about a systems administrator trying to change values in a database, you can insert what we would call a canary record in the database so that if that gets overwritten for some particular reason, you know that something has gone wrong and you can't go back and check for it. Same thing for your uh, security accounts management in terms of if, if somebody is trying to create account, uh, accounts on your system or changing, if you're using Windows, changing registry settings, or there's a number of other options that you have, essentially putting things in place to, to sort of watch for. So, Eric, we've been very concerned about the implications of insider threats in the cloud, and I think you can tell it's a very complex issue. We have a database of more than 800 insider threat cases that we use for all of our research and CERT. What we think would be a good idea is to take those cases and put them in the context of a cloud environment and really study what are the implications of these cases had the organization been using a cloud environment. And that's research that we actually have just started and we'll be publishing a report within the next few months. So hopefully we'll have more detailed recommendations after that. That's Dawn Capelli of the CERT Insider Threat Center at Carnegie Mellon University, who along with our colleague Alex Nickel have been discussing the insider threat emanating from the cloud. We'll hear more from Dawn and Alex in part two of this interview when they'll discuss the trust that must be built between cloud provider and the client. Please look for that. Till then, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.